Hello, 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 guys. Welcome back to the Experience Better Lifestylist podcast. I'm so excited to be recording another episode. First, I have to give a shout out, though, to my girl, Neo. She went all in on her stories talking about my circle episode, your inner circle, and it was just amazing. It was awesome just to hear her take her takeaways and I appreciate her sharing with her following and her friends uh, what my work means to her. That was just really awesome. So this is episode eight. And what I want to talk to you guys about today, this is completely one of those things that was on my heart that I felt I needed to talk about and um, give you guys more of an insight to who I am um, into why I'm doing what I do, I guess, um, and also just to help you guys understand how far I've come and to give someone else hope that it doesn't matter where you are, uh, that your life can change and, and things can get better. In this episode, I want to talk about my sobriety, y'all. I never thought that I would come to a place in my life where I was sober. I have been sober now for over 100 days, you may have seen my post, which was like a tiny summary of what this episode is going to be about why I've chosen sobriety. For now, uh, this might not be a forever thing. It's more of something that I just need to do for myself, and I'll jump more into that. But backstory, you guys, is alcohol for me meant um, fun. Alcohol for me meant a good time. Alcohol for me meant social gatherings. It meant me being more <laughs> fun and more like loose and just just kind of like that whole life of the party. It was something I guess I, I felt was expected of me, especially in college. You know, how everybody talks about in college, you, you party. Yeah, it's just so typical to party. And I believe that to some extent, you guys, we, you know, we're out on our own doing our thing and partying is part of it. But I feel like personally, I took partying way too far. It was just unsafe. It was the fact that I never ended up with alcohol poisoning or an underage is a miracle because the amount of alcohol that I would drink was so unsafe. The amount of shots, this, oh, like the idea of me doing a shot right now, I'm like, oh my gosh, I got those goosebumps. Like it'll give me chills. The idea of it, <laughs> of doing a shot, particularly a gin shot. Like, no, I had so many, so many nights that I don't remember, but I remember what I felt like when I started remembering again and it wasn't good. But in college, you guys, I went hard. I went very hard. Um, I mean, there are mornings that I would wake up and after a night of drinking until way into the wee hours of the a.m., I once I would wake up, I would I would have another glass in hand and we would like we would drink things straight. Um, we would drink the cheapest. That's another thing. Like we couldn't even afford this alcohol. So the alcohol we did manage to get scraped together was all the bottomest bottom shelf ever. Oh, it was bad. <laughs> just thinking back I'm like wow <laughs> wow my life has changed so much but it was just one of those things you guys where literally we would you know I would end a night partying and I'd wake up and I'd and I'd drink again 
and day drinking was a thing. And it wasn't just like I was mindfully drinking and having a cocktail, you guys. I was purposely drinking to get drunk. That was my sole purpose. There, It made no sense to me to have alcohol in my system if I wasn't inebriated. Like, I truly felt that the only reason that alcohol existed was to get to get drunk like to feel not like myself to not have to deal with life i guess like it's so it goes so deep but looking back at it most of it was one when i first started drinking like i said it was all about fun i wanted to be liked i wanted to fit in um i wanted to just do what i thought normal college kids did and i drank a lot and Overall, when I drank a lot, I was okay in the beginning. Like I was, I was still like someone taking care of others. I was still like I was a happy drunk. It was like a good time hanging out with me when I was drunk, I guess. But then it turned. I don't know what happened, you guys. I truly do not know what happened. But all of a sudden, I went from being a happy drunk to a very angry drunk, um, to the point where my now husband, um, at the time. Um, on and off boyfriend like we would get into altercations and not on his end you guys um, on my end I would say terrible things I would yell um, I did it to a, to a few friends too you guys when I would drink too much all of a sudden I would just get so angry and looking back to from you know where I am now it, it was pain I I had so much deep inside me that I never dealt with, um, that I never healed from. That one day, alcohol just became the part of me that brought out the worst in me. I would leave, you guys. I would be sleeping in our bed, mine and Tony's bed, back when we were dating. And people would call at like 2 in the morning and want to go out and party. And I would leave our bed and, and go drink and go party. And... I mean, it was just ridiculous. The situations that I found myself in uh, were so unsafe. The The amount of times that I was around police contact, like I didn't get in trouble personally, but around it at the time, like it was just so, it was just not good. It didn't even, the backlash and the aftermath of some of these nights just weren't worth it, but yet I couldn't stop. I couldn't walk away. It was something that I felt like I just needed to be involved in because if I walked away from that, I wouldn't have any friends. I have a fear or had a fear. And I mean, like we're being real, we're always real. I'm still working through part of it, but I had a fear of being alone. So all my friends that I had, they drained. And that fear comes from the fact that we're getting real here. We're getting a little deep here is I was adopted and I'm totally okay with that now. But I know for a long time that I struggled with it, that I just feel, felt like everybody would leave me. So drinking brought me closer to people, but it didn't bring me closer in the level of really like having true friendships. It just brought me around people. Does that make sense? That there's a difference between having relationships and real connections with people and just being surrounded by people? Because I could be in a room, you guys, and I could be surrounded by people and still feel lonely. It was one of those messed up situations where I didn't... I couldn't comprehend it at the time. I couldn't self-reflect. I wasn't in that place in my life. I wasn't looking to self-reflect. I was looking to cope. I was looking to not have to deal with everything going on. I was looking to just have fun and, and live and whatever happened, happened. And YOLO. Oh my gosh, YOLO. Hashtag YOLO. <laughs> 
Oh, uh, yeah. So you guys, that was my life for a very, a very long time. And it tore my relationship apart. It made my relationship toxic. And that was my fault. I made a lot of mistakes when I was drunk. I hurt a lot of people when I was drunk with my words. I became very mean. Like I said, at a point, I just became angry. I was happy one second and the next I was angry. And for that, I had to one, forgive myself. But I extend an apology to anybody that I ever hurt when I drank too much because it wasn't fair, it wasn't right, and it wasn't okay. And it's never okay, no matter what kind of state someone is in, to um, verbally attack someone or even physically attack someone. It's just not okay, you guys. So I came to a point in my life where I knew if I wanted my life to work, I needed to stop drinking. But like I said, I still didn't know how. Then I got pregnant with Ava, and that was my force to stop. So that was about, I mean, Ava's two and a half years old. So that was in 2017, I got pregnant with Ava. Um, well, actually 2016, I got pregnant with Ava. And I was forced to stop drinking. And it wasn't hard. The, that was the crazy thing. It, it wasn't hard for me to stop because she meant so much more to me than alcohol ever could. But it did get lonely. I lost a lot of friends, if you want to call them that. Because I wasn't drinking anymore, I was pregnant. Tony at this point had just shipped off to boot camp. We still weren't in the greatest place because of how I had acted previously. Um, but that was my first look into sobriety because I was forced to. I was forced to grow up when I got pregnant with Ava. And after her, I had already started like right after she was born, I had really started working on myself. That's when I had launched my businesses. That was when um, I was out in California and I didn't know anybody. So I was forced to have to be okay with spending time by myself and getting to know myself. And I realized that there was a lot of me I didn't like. And that's why I used alcohol so much. Yeah, I, I walked away from alcohol at that point. Um, I don't know how old Ava was. Not too old. She was only a few months old. And, and we started bringing alcohol back in the house and I've never had one of those outbreaks anymore like bursts of anger or gotten way too drunk or anything like that in use but I still would use it to cope after that I think one of the biggest things as moms is you know like my girl Bree said that I related to her when she said it was like mommy needs her wine you know after a hard day or a more challenging day or mom juice you know people think we're talking about wine and I don't have anything against anyone who mindfully drinks I think alcohol has its place I always have and I think for myself it was just it came to a point where I needed to prove to myself that I didn't need alcohol period that I was more myself without alcohol and that's when last 90 days of 2019 came into play we were asked to give up one thing for 90 days or you could switch it off from each each month. Uh, you could change what you wanted to give up and I gave up alcohol. And I'm so grateful that I did, you guys. It put me in a position where I could feel all my emotions. I didn't want to be numb to my emotions because when I was numb to my emotions, I couldn't control them. I couldn't control how I felt. I was, you know, it was outbursts. It was, it was getting too sloppy. It was just making bad choices. And so for me, sober, becoming sober meant having control. And I wanted to have control over me again. And I wanted to like me again. And I wanted to know 
that even during the darkest hour of my life, I didn't have to turn to something else to be able to get through or get through something healthily. Is that a word you guys, healthily? <laughs> I hope you understand what I'm saying there. My sobriety is important to me because of everything I've gone through. And like I said, you guys, I don't know if this is a forever thing. I know how to mindfully drink. I've been able to mindfully drink since after having my daughter, but it's more than that. It was taking myself to that next level. It was not waking up with a hangover, even just drinking two glasses of wine at a point I would have such a bad hangover in the morning. It was knowing that I would wake up not foggy and not being like short with Ava because you know my head hurt or I didn't get enough sleep or you know I was I had been intoxicated the night before or buzzed uh the night before just another area in my life where I wanted to level up and walking away from that party lifestyle is huge to me and I just wanted to share that with you guys and it's on my heart because I looked at the calendar the other day and realized I was 106 days sober and never in my life did I thought I, did I think I would be here. Never did I think I would not want to drink or not be interested in drinking. But it just goes to show how far you can come when you set your mind to something. And when you start to actually identify the behaviors that you do, why you act the way you act, why you, know, you choose to turn to some type of coping me mechanism. When you look inside yourself and you're able to start healing, when you start doing that inner work, you're able to give up a lot of things that you thought you'd never be able to give up. And for me, that was alcohol. So that's what I wanted to share with you guys. I wanted to just give you a little bit, little bit more about me, a little bit more of where I've come from. So that if you're someone who struggles in this area, or if you were a former party girl, or you just lived a, an unhealthy lifestyle that puts you in positions that you didn't want to be in, or you acted a certain way you, you aren't proud of acting, like you can walk away from that lifestyle, you guys. You can walk away and change your life always, but you have to make the decision first. You need to decide that it's not for you anymore. And then once you make that decision, you need to start, you need to get to work. You need to figure out why. And the way you figure out why is by diving inside of yourself. Whether that is going to therapy, counseling, grabbing a personal development book, listening to self-development podcasts, whatever speaks to you that is going to help you on your healing journey, that's where you begin. And I want you guys to know I'm always here. I'm always an inbox, inbox away. If you're having a hard night or you just need to talk, I will get back to you as soon as I can. Um, and just know that you're not alone. So you guys, thank you for listening to me. Thank you for listening to this episode and hearing um, a little bit more vulnerable side <laughs> of my life. But don't get me wrong, I'm very proud of where I am now. And I own everything that I've done in the past. And owning your past, that's an important thing to do too. I think we'll talk about that in another episode though. Anyway, you guys, if you like this episode, if you love this episode, please leave me a review, an honest review of what you think. Screenshot it, share it with a friend that you think may need to hear this, whatever calls to you. And I'll talk to you guys again soon. Sending love and light always, me, the experienced better lifestylist.